Right now, I have my experts here. Chris E. White. Good morning. And my, he is the uh, social media guy here. Uh, very, very white. Mama Mia White. Mm -hmm. And he's holding on to his whiteness. <laughs> For dear life. <laughs> the blackness is trying. <laughs> it's clawing away, but he won't allow it. And then there's Joel, my other expert. He black. Uh, uh, he <laughs> Soul brother. <laughs> and he's the owner of A Gifted of Dance. Nice. So check it out. Gifted of Dance. Dot com. The gifted of dance dot com. Okay. Yeah, Prince of Prince. Yeah. My other expert, my producer, Nick. Better known as the anchor baby. Hola, buenos dias. <laughs> uh, and my other expert, who used to be white, but now he's black. <laughs> James Hake of the HakeReport.com. The man with the good hair. My expert. Hey, are you doing like an expert does? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I am an expert. <laughs> so the reason I have my experts here on Sunday, I believe I mentioned this on Sunday at church, right? I asked a question and I wrote it down. Uh, no, 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 no. What was the question? I wrote it down. Oh, I asked the question when you die. Does everyone die? When one when you die, does everyone die? So let me ask my experts. Nick, when you die, does everyone die? When you die, is everyone that dying? That's like that's hard to. Uh, my first, my first, oh man, my first uh, reaction to that is no, I guess, because there's been plenty of people who died, and I'm still here. Right. But so when you're saying no, when you die, everyone will not die. I mean, that's my first kind of like go to, but uh, <laughs> uh, part of me is like, well, now that I can see, right? I now have the spirit, oh, Lord. something beyond <laughs> I mean, everybody holy. I, I'll go with I can see, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems to me like the, uh, since others have died, it it seems to me that. No, since I'm alive, others have died. But I do want to shout out my buddy Sam, who for years ago would say he 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 believes in his, he has this philosophy he calls Samism, and his <laughs> and his philosophy is is that the only thing that exists is things that he's seeing and perceiving, Amazing. and that when I leave a room, I stop existing, <laughs> and uh, the world revolves around him. Right. So if he dies, then everybody dies. Amazing. <laughs> so, so you're saying yes or no? When you die, does everyone die? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with no. No. No, uh, Chris. When you die, does everyone die? Uh, I was in the same boat as Nick. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the holiness up a notch <laughs> and say because I'm a because we're spirits, <laughs> I never die. I'm in fact born. Reborn, and I'm never going to die. So, no, because <laughs> I'm not even going to die. But I mean, if we're just talking like the body, I, I would say Nick's first answer no, because people have died and we're not dead. Airtight. So, so to be clear, airtight. So, to be clear, you're saying no, when you die, everyone doesn't die? 
not only that, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to die. There's no, there's no dying. <laughs> I'm living. Oh, uh, your spirit. I'm living. Yeah. Uh, and so Holiness you're saying, on 100. You're saying no, when you die, everyone is not going to die. Correct. Okay. Because there's no death. Hey, when you <laughs> die, will everyone die? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, hold that thought because okay. you sound pretty sure and you're like <laughs> Jesus. So. Uh, my last expert over here, Joel, he black. When you die, Joel, will everyone die? Uh, I'm not even sure what the question means. <laughs> it's when you die, when everyone <laughs> die. Uh, I don't know. I, but I, I like uh, Nick's friend's answer with <laughs> the, the whole, like, when they're not around, they don't exist. Like, like for example, when you, uh, you were saying in church that when you guys couldn't find the car, it didn't exist until you seen it. Right. So even if it was stolen, it wouldn't have mattered because it didn't exist until you see that it's I stolen. I know, but the point of that story was uh, Satan. Thoughts. Yeah, Satan deceived you about the car. Right. That's why you can't believe any thoughts at all. But yeah. in the confines yeah. of Samism, that so car when didn't you exist. Die, does well, Satan a, die? <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Uh-uh, that's not an answer. I don't. I don't, I don't. You didn't ask her. I just don't yesterday. understand the you question. You can't ask her. It can't be like, I'm not sure. What the? <laughs> it's the it's what a, kind of expert is this? An honest, an honest one. You don't, don't get many the of those. Question, though. When you die, will everyone die? I just don't know what that means. You don't know what it means to die? I don't know. I just don't have an answer. And so if I say yes or no, I'll be lying because I just don't know. So you don't know when you die, everyone die? I'm not or sure. Not. Okay. Uh -uh. How people died before you? Yes, and I'm still living. And so what's your answer then? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, you, when you die, does everyone die? Yes. Let me just say to the callers, uh, Nick is here, so he can't answer the phone right now, but just hold on. We'll get to you in a minute. You said everyone dies when you die. Uh huh. And why? And why you say yes? <laughs> because I'm the only thing that matters to me. Ooh, <laughs> and that's so, what Sam would say. Not only do you have the hate report hair, <laughs> you're the only one matter with the hair. Because those other people who died allegedly, they're not me. So I don't have any clue what it is to them. What? It, those other people aren't me, so I don't know what it is like for for them to die. So I don't know what they're going through. So you're saying, die. yes, when you die, everyone yeah. dies. Right. And the reason for that is because you don't know what the other people want? No, you just asked me about everybody else dying. Right. Yeah. When you die, does everyone die? Yes. And you say, yes, why? Because it's counterintuitive. <laughs> That's why I answer it like that. That was a big word. Because yeah. hate is the center of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's partly it. Okay. So you say, yes, everyone dies when you die. You say, no, Nick. And uh, Chris, you said, no. Correct. And Joel, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how this, this <laughs> question came about. <laughs> I had no idea this was going to be the question. That we were going to be asked. Did you hear me mention it in church on Sunday? Yeah. And what did you think well, then? Well, I didn't know. When you said you were going to bring the experts in, I didn't know it was going to be this question. <laughs> oh. I didn't, even then, I was like, I don't know. And I thought maybe something would come. It hasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. At least you know you don't know. Yeah. Um, 
So let me tell you where I got this question from. Over the weekend, I was watching some old movies of uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock? Uh-huh. You ever heard of him? Or is it? I don't know. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. And is what? He's English. And I used to watch those movies when I was growing up, so I forgot about them. And I just happened to be flipping through the channel over the weekend, and I saw some. It was they were all in black and white as well, and they would even have the year that it was made and it was aired and everything. He made Psycho, The Birds, Vertigo, movies like that. Yeah. You guys ever heard of him? I've heard of the name. Mm -hmm. I've uh, heard the title of the birds. Too. The movies are amazing. It brought me back to the good old days. And so in one of his movies, it was about a guy had committed a crime and he was being put to death. He was going to go through the electric chair. And this guy, while in prison, he woke up because... You know, he was unconscious like most people are today. But he woke up in prison. And in prison, he was like telling them, uh, uh, no, 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 don't kill me because when I die, you will die. Everyone will die when I die. And he was telling them about their lives and why they would die. And they didn't believe him. And so one of the wards asked him to explain what he means because they thought he was a nutcase. And he said that everyone is in a dream. And that in that dream, he said that a dreamer builds its own world and, and, and uh, it is, it's completed with a past. And if you, if you stay in that dream, you will create a future as well. And that in your dream, it's based on how you see it and how you want it to be. And it's not real. And that the world is asleep because they're all dreaming. And that's in that dream, they create heroes. They, they create people to worship, to follow. But in that dream, you know how in a dream, you can be dreaming about whatever, then it turns into a bad dream and you'll wake up and you realize, oh, it's just a dream. It's not real, right? And so... In that dream, and everybody's in a dream because we're all born in sin until we wake up. In that dream, uh, uh, you create your own past and your own future. And people who are in a fallen state, that's what they do. They create their own lives. And it has nothing to do with God, but they're influenced by Satan. They don't know that they're in a dream world. And so in that dream world, if someone comes along and they sound great or they sing good or they're a good actor or they're a politician or or a preacher who can really speak and all that they will make that person their their hero they will make that person their they'll worship that person because they're in a dream and don't realize it and so they don't really see that person as a human being just a regular person who might or might not be good with a talent but just a regular person no different than them but in that dream, if their hero should do something wrong, they'll wake up and realize, oh, this is a regular person. And they'll hate that person for it. And they'll blame the person instead of blaming themselves. Hey, I was in a dream and I didn't see this person as a regular person. Just because they spoke wise words or they could sing and dance, I saw them 
in a different light. I put them on a pedestal. I did this. But when this person committed a crime or a sin or something in the light, it wakes you up and you realize, oh, that's just a regular human being. But if you don't wake up from the dream, you go and find another person to put on a pedestal and give your life over to them. And so this guy was saying, it's just a dream. We're all in a dream. We need to wake up. And the guy woke up, meaning that he became aware. He came out of the fallen state to awareness. And the people didn't understand what he was saying. And I realized from that, uh, and what really got my attention from it, it was Joel and I was somewhat talking about why people put me on a pedestal, even though I tell them not to. They'll do it anyway. It's because they are in a dream. So even if you tell them, don't put me on a pedestal, think for yourself and do for yourself, you need to know that you know that you know, not because someone said it. And if the, if the person has a title, you really put them on a, on a pedestal. A psychologist, a psychiatrist, a doctor, a lawyer, a preacher, pastor, bishop, whatever, right? That title also makes you put that person on a pedestal. And when that person does something that goes against what you think is right, they're gone. So that person only, so that person that you have in your dream, if they do something wrong, that person dies out. Because you, you are wake up, right? So when you wake up, you're no longer dying. You're now living. And you can see the reality. That's just a human being, no different than me. So that dream that you had about that person is dead. And so when you die from that dream when you wake up from it that person dies too does that make sense i understand the metaphor what's the metaphor yeah the connection between waking up from a dream and you know the death of the death of all the characters and the story you created yeah that you were that you were um i guess uh fooled by and living in Yeah, in the world. In fact, the whole world you created that you were living in. As long as you are asleep, you create a past and a future. But when you wake up, you no longer do that. You just see everybody the same. We're all regular human beings. No one is better. No one is different. It's all the same. But in your dream, you see it differently. You see people. Look how the people worship entertainers, Mm -hmm. politicians, preachers. Teachers, psychologists, psychiatrists, they worship them because they're in a dream. They don't see them as regular human beings. That's okay. But when you wake up, you see that. This is just a person with a piece of paper. It doesn't mean a thing. What do you think about that, Jay? That's a nice point, but I don't see how that connects to when you die, everybody else dies. Because in my dream, it's an illusion of you. And then I can worship you in that illusion to make you feel like you're important too when really you're not important. So when I, when I wake up, that illusion of you die. I die from the illusion. And, and, and so I start to see you as a regular human being. So that faint image that I had of you would die too. So you're dead. Now I see the real person. It's not, it's not that you physically die, but the, image that I had of you die. And then, so you, and you died, meaning you woke up? Yes. You died from the ego or whatever? Right. Okay. And you woke up. All right. And so my image of you died. Nice. What do you think about that, Joel? 
Well, it makes more sense now that we know it's a metaphor. Yeah. But uh, I just was thinking physical death. Yeah, so then, yeah, that was a route I think that most people were going was a physical death type thing. But I still didn't know. But it makes sense what you say with the with the dream thing. I get it. Does it make sense, Chris? I'm pretty sure if you play back the tape, the second part of my answer went <laughs> to the spiritual realm. <laughs> And I was in the ballpark. Can we get a rewind? So everybody just play that back, and you'll see that I was in the ballpark. I was playing the game. These guys were playing a different sport or something. I remember. I was playing the game. So it's kind of like when you say when. I remember when I first started barn, I told the people, no, everything you see is an illusion. You don't see reality. It's only when you wake up that you see reality. Everything else is an illusion. Nothing is real. Is it kind of like the right way of saying you're dead to me? Meaning like you don't have any uh, attachment feelings to any person? It's like when you're in a fallen state and we all are born into sin, right? So when we become angry, we go, into a, we go to sleep. Mm -hmm. We go into a fallen state. Even though our eyes are open, we're moving about, we see things and with our physical eyes, but not with our spiritual eyes. The spiritual eyes make you see reality. And so in that dream, we make it be whatever we want it to be. We'll turn a drug addict into a hero. Yeah. We'll believe that pot is from God. <laughs> We would believe that LGBT is normal. Yeah. In that dream, right? And so, but if they did something, when I say dream, I mean a father state dream, not like you're sleeping in the bedroom, but a father state dream. But if they did, the people who are promoting pot as being good, you now see them as heroes. And if they did something that you disagree with in your dream while you're unconscious, all of a sudden, that person is no longer your hero. You see that person as a real person, no different than you. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like people often uh, make a judgment about something, and they put them in a category because it's easier to live that way. So, for, for example— But like, you're dreaming and don't know it, though. Right, exactly. Like, like, they have an idea, like, say, for you, example, they have an idea of, like— what they want you to represent. Yeah. And they had they made a judgment in their head like, he's right, he's a standard, I want to reach it. Yeah. And then when you, um, because it's a judgment and, and you don't, you know, meet up to their, their standards, then it becomes like, oh, now you're, now the antichrist. Now there's, you know, it becomes like this different thing. I was born in Alabama, raised on a plantation. I, uh, I rode horses to see my girlfriend when I went on a date. I picked cotton, plant cotton, peanuts, sweet potatoes, everything, right? Walked so, up and down the road. Sometimes I had to walk to school a long ways down a dark road. I'm just regular person. I never planned to do what I do. I had no idea. My plan was to finish high school, go to California, buy a house at 25, get married, have a bunch of children. I wanted 10. And then that didn't go, so I figured I would just buy the house, buy a red sports car, a bunch of clothes, and be a slap maker. That was my plan. <laughs> I never thought of doing what I do. I never 
imagine it at all. It was, you know how people say, oh, I was going to, the Lord called me at six years old and I fought it. <laughs> I fought. <laughs> you hear preachers say that, right? Right. I don't know what that means, right? I never planned to do what I do. Never. It came about. It happens on its own. But still, I see me as that country boy from Alabama who have to pray, have to keep my eyes on myself. I had to repent, meaning go and forgive for hating. I have to keep my eyes on myself. But then there's a different sort of working through me, speaking the truth to others to point that back to the, to the Father, right? But I didn't change. I'm still the same human being, the same person as any of you or anyone. But other people will put me on a pedestal. And even when I say don't do it, I'm just Jesse. When I go home, I put on my sweatpants and relax and do what I do. I have to do the same thing. I eat. I go to the bathroom. I have to watch thoughts. I have to do everything. Go to the once in a while. <laughs> I'm just a regular human being. And I'll say, hey, I'm just pointing you back to the source that helped me, that caused me, God within us, right? And yet the people put me on a pedestal. And then if I should say or do something they don't agree with, all of a sudden they take me off the pedestal. And then they blame me for, for them putting me on the pedestal. <laughs> and I used to say, why is it? I never, because when I was growing up, that was unheard of. When I was growing up, to put someone else over you was, mm -hmm. it wasn't even discussed. When I moved to L.A. and I met people who were wise or whatever, entertainers who entertained, but not wise, but entertained, I just saw it as a, a person with an amazing talent. I never put them on a pedestal. I don't even know how to put someone on a pedestal. But when I heard this dream thing and that people in a dream, and in that dream, they make you be what they want you to be. But if you, in that dream, if you do something they don't like or agree with their standard, whatever it may be, you're off. You're out of that dream. You die. And if you believe them, then it will hurt your ego, too, because you let them put you on a path. I don't even know why people want. Human beings are not easy to deal with. I don't know why anyone would allow themselves to be put on a pedestal. But they do it anyway. And now I understand why they can't see what they're doing. They don't know. They don't even know that they're putting you on a pedestal. Anyway. I wonder why though they do that, though. What, what is they keep you, they're that's in how a they, dream. That's how they keep the dream going. Yes. Because it absolves them of responsibility of yep. having to do things for themselves. But, if they, but it's actually easier. It makes more sense to see you as a regular person. Be, like, to just see you, Jesse, the thing you do. And I even, over the years, the 30 years of running bond, I even made sure I didn't act different. You know, I didn't act like I was all that. Right. I just kept myself as Jesse. And yet, there are people who put me on a pedestal, and when something goes wrong, they say, you made me do that. I blame you. I'm like, it what? kind of, nah. It kind of, like, takes off a bit of the work and responsibility off your own shoulders by putting you on a pedestal like that. But it's actually easier. It makes more sense to see you as a regular person because then you then you realize, hey, what you, what Jesse has, I can have. What Jesse does isn't special or like beyond me. Like I could do that. I could be, right. I could be born again. I could have be, you ever put anyone on a pedestal? Mm, let's see. No, maybe a little. Yeah, maybe a little. Have I'm trying you, to think of exactly someone. Have you, Dave? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> how did you put them? You don't need to say who it is, but how did you put them on a What made? What was happening that would cause you to put them on a path? <laughs> you know, they did the same thing to Jesus. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though Jesus was perfect, he came for a purpose. He had no sin. He made it clear that I am the son of God. Greater worship than you do. I'm just bringing you a message of how to return to the Father and what's going to happen when you return. Uh, you can raise the dead. You can heal the land, whatever, right? And, and they were like, they put him on a pedestal anyway, and they called him God. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just Jesus. I'm a carpenter. My mama name is Mary. <laughs> oh, speaking of Mary. <laughs> but they put him on a pedestal anyway, and they didn't see the father working through the son. They couldn't separate the two. And Jesus said, it's not me, it's the Father that's in me. My Father and I are one. But they put him on a pedestal anyway. That way they can still sin. But do they know they're putting him on a pedestal? When you put someone on a pedestal, you say you've done it before. Uh What made you do it? I don't know what, I'm not sure what made me do it, but... um, I don't know, people just have a tendency to idolize people and then also um it's in it also makes you arrogant too so and then your phone call james yes you have put others on pedestals yes and you don't know why you did it um did you know you had put them on a pedestal like at the time you had them on a pedestal did you know hey i have this person on a pedestal but that's okay I think sometimes I knew. Sometimes I may not have known, but sometimes I think I knew. And, but you it's don't hard know because why. I think back, and like it's obvious that I did. And I kind of would think of different people in certain ways, but and I knew that I was thinking of them of them in that way. But I didn't think of it necessarily as a pedestal. But people, because people came up with this thing about pedestals. And I didn't really have the word for it, and I didn't like that word. So. <laughs> but I did know that I was idolizing um, people sometimes. Amazing. Or that I would be imitate them or whatever. And did you know why you were doing it? Um, in some cases, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you just did it anyway? You kept doing it? I mean, I... Um, I didn't think it was wrong in some taste. Really? Yeah. Have you ever put anyone on a pedestal? Yeah, I think I have now that I've been thinking about it. And I, why? I'm pretty sure I have. You know what? I don't even know if I, I don't know. I don't think I knew I was doing it. And I think I even gave it like nice terms like, oh, I look up to this person. Yeah. And, and, and that's terms I've heard from the world. Like, that's what oh, dreamers looking, do. Looking they, defend their, they defend their dream. Right. <laughs> And I don't think I was, knew I was doing it, but there were things that happened that kind of made me think there's something weird going on. Because, I, for example, I won't name names or anything, but this yeah. person, we, I would treat him different than other people. and We'd be hanging out and, and, and we'd interact in a funny way where we would like, like try and one up each other. And I knew it was coming from somewhere weird. <laughs> and I, and it may, and things like that make you kind of like examine yourself, I guess. But I don't think I really knew what was going on. Amazing. 
How about you, Joe? Have you ever put anyone on a pedestal? Um, I'm not sure, but maybe you guys can help me out when I explain it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems like I did. It seems like I have, but I'm just not sure because I've come across many people in my life to where, um, you know, they've said that they were something and um, I valued their opinion. And uh, when they would, uh, you know, tell me things or whatever the case is, I would value that opinion, but then I would see them do things otherwise, you know, like not not do what, you know, they say they, they would do. So, um, and it would bother me. So I don't know if that was yeah, that's somebody on the still. Okay. That's pedestal. Then I have because um, when I seen it, it was like, well, you know, I value their opinion so much to where because I believe, I guess that is pedestal because I believe that what they said they were doing, you know, they were living. Yeah. So uh, I guess I have. How about you, Chris? Yeah, definitely. And why did you do it? And did you know you were doing it? Um, I don't know if I thought about it in like the pedestal kind of metaphoric way, but I thought that certain people were maybe more important or influential or they sort of deserved more attention or sometimes I put myself above people. I can imagine you white, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white privilege. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, I, I've done, I've done it on you know, both ends of it. Like you know, based on the person's accomplishments. Yeah. You know, I would think, okay, this person deserves the attention. Like I should give them my respect, or you know, I should uh, strive to be like that, or you know, I should be nice to them. Sometimes I would do that to people who I thought were <laughs> beneath me. Like be, be really nice to them. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Because I, I would, you know, think like, oh, they, they don't know otherwise. So I'll just be kind of nice to them and instead amazing. of just being kind of just being normal to, you know, the situation. I realized from this show, because I have been wanting to understand why do people do that? Why? 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 And I know a lot of people who are doing it and have done it, not just to me, but to other people. Because I'm the kind of guy, even in my father's state, when I was in the father's state, I always appreciate the person's talent. And I was like, wow, that's major. They're so good at what they do. So I, that's why I even when I see talented people now, you guys and other people, I want to push it. You know, I want to put it out there and let you grow in it and, and be of service to people. Um, but the reason that people, I now know for a fact, the reason that people put others on a pedestal because they are in a dream and don't know it. Their eyes are open, but they don't know. Even if they quote what you say, oh, you hate your mama, you hate your daddy, you need to do the silent prayer, you need to do this, right? They go and speak up to folks. If they have not overcome the anger, they're still in a dream. They can quote the Bible, they can quote the psychiatrists and psychologists and what the teacher said. And that's just all intellectual. They're still in a dream. Anyone who has anger is in dream is dreaming. They're dreaming. They don't see others just as a human being. They don't see their talent and appreciate the talent. They see them as something more than they are. I gotta get all I can get from this person. And when the person disappoints them, it's over.
They judge a person rather than realizing, why did I put that person on a pedestal? It's just another human being. Because we all have sin. We got things to overcome. And we are no different. It's just some people wake up and some don't. But anyone who has anger is still in a dream. They may be saying the words, but they're still in a dream because the intellect has learned the words to recite. But they still don't know it because they're in a dream. Anyone who has anger is still in a dream. What? Nice. Last word. Nice. Last word. That's love. Last word. Last word. Amazing. Oh, amazing. So <laughs> get over your anger, folks, so you can wake up out of your dream. And everyone that you a dreamer is a hero will die. When you die from the dream, they die. Meaning, die means to wake up. Die from the ego and wake up to reality. All right. Oh, amazing. My experts. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.